Hey, what's up, everyone? My name is J.R. Robinson. I want to welcome you back to my podcast, When He Speaks Erotica, from a man's perspective. As always, i like to say thank you for all the people who listen to me and who uh, uh, support this uh, podcast. Greatly appreciate it. Um, this week was kind of up and down for me, but I got through it and made it to another Saturday night. So I hope that you all had a great weekend and um, I hope you're tuned in for a good story because tonight will be different. I'm telling a story. Um, it's one of those stories I had that, that stands out that I remember. It was a while back, some years ago. And um, my boy Big E, shout out to Big Ernest. Appreciate you uh, let me tell your story, even though it is uh, something, uh, you know, you kind of like put behind you, but you gave me the okay to tell it, so I'm going to go ahead and tell it. Um, kind of interesting, you know, um, very different. So uh, please sit back, relax, let me talk to you. All right, all right, the story, the name of the story is... Um, I'm going to have to come up with a name, um, caught with the strawberry motion lotion. <laughs> like I said, caught with the strawberry motion lotion. Now for all you young heads who don't know what motion lotion is, it is a substance that you uh, put on your nipples, uh, can put it on uh, a man can put it on his penis a woman puts it uh, a woman may place it on the tip of her clitoris and um it has a warm sensation after a while after it sits for a while it starts to warm the area and if you apply um if you you know suck on that area then it brings a it brings the person who has the motion lotion on them to another level. Um, I have used it. I've had it had it used on me. Um, I don't think they really make it. Now I haven't really heard or seen it out on the market for years. I don't know if it's still a big thing, but I know back in the day they used to have uh, different flavors, and one of the flavors that uh, everybody used was strawberry. You know what I'm saying? So. Um, I'm gonna get back to that later. But what happened was we was uh in the gym playing basketball. You know, it was in those in the days where we could take our shirt off and you know everybody you know stayed in the gym, so everybody had a decent you know look to them when they took their shirt off. So we always played um, skins and shirts. And during that time, it was pretty hot, so whoever was skins didn't mind taking their shirt off. So the gym was filled with, you know, men who was playing basketball, running up and down the court, their shirt off. And then it also had women who would walk around the basketball court. You know, someone who may have just had a, a baby or people just getting in shape, you know what I'm saying, trying to lose weight. So this one time, the ball goes out of bounds. And my boy E pursues the ball. So it's this young lady, Marjorie, who, you know, see the ball coming towards her. And she, you know, panicked, like, ah, you know, 
trying to move out of the way because he's coming towards her at full speed. I think he was back then about six three, six four, one, almost two hundred. But he was cut. You know, he was one of the ones that stood out as far as you know body um, working out. You know, had a, a nice sculpture body. Um, wasn't looking at him in that way, but you know, I could give a person their props when it comes to, you know, they look good. You know what I'm saying? So he, he, you know, he caught himself and he made sure he didn't run over her. So as he ran towards her and, you know, stopped, they looked at each other. You know, when I say they looked at each other, you know that shit when people look at each other in the movies and TV? That's what it was. Now, I don't know if it was love at first sight, but I know for damn sure they was, you know, interested in each other. So, um, he gets the ball and, um, you know, lets her know that he's not gonna, you know, hurt her. You know? And we like, yo, E, come on, man. Uh, do that shit later, fall in love later. You know, we was just teasing. So, um, after, you know, a good run, a couple of games, everybody was walking out of the gym around the same time. So his shoe string came loose. So he bent over to tie his shoe and the women were coming out behind us. So this one chick in the group, there's always one loud chick. God damn, look at that ass bent over. So we turn around, we think it's a woman, it's E. And we just start laughing. So he stands up and Marjorie is right, you know, right by him again. So it's like that's the second time they, you know, see each other as if it was their first time. So everybody picked up on it like, look, get a hotel, you know, make a baby some other time, you know, get a number. You know, we were just edging the board. But um, she was married and he had just, um, his wife had just filed with divorce. So he was like not really trying to get with anybody like that. And he didn't, you know, mess with married women. So, you know, as time went by, they would see each other and wave and, you know, she went out her way to make sure, you know, she had on a nice little outfit. I mean, nothing revealing, but just enough to pique his interest. Each day, you know, you could see them having a conversation before we would play or after we would play. Then it got to the point where they were sitting down in the bleachers, just having long conversations. And you know, he was like a quiet person to himself, but he did share a little bit. You know, he shared some insight. And then once he told us who her husband was, cause we all knew her husband, cause we see him out in the club all the time. Some old sucker duck, folk boy ass dude, you know, who, uh, who tried to get all the women on the base and then, you know, go out to the clubs off base and, you know, um, just just being a sucker. You know what I'm saying? He would talk to women then look back at guys as if he was trying to impress them, like he's a dude. So when we found that out, um, we made sure to always speak to Marjorie whenever we saw him, because he would, I guess he caught wind of her just being around the gym. So 
he would, you know, every once in a while pop in the gym and for workout or whatever. So it was kind of, kind of weird for a minute, you know, but uh, E and Marjorie were able to still communicate without being disrespectful. So then uh, one day we came in there and uh, E was talking to uh, Angie and Angie was telling him that Marjorie wouldn't be showing up for a while because the sucker duck husband was a, he caught wind that, you know, she was um, talking to us, you know, when we was in the gym. And then we found out that a woman he had got pregnant came to the house with the baby and Marjorie didn't know about it. Now, I think he had another baby while they was in a relationship, but she didn't know about the baby when they got married. So I think he had like two or three babies on, I'm not sure, I can't remember. But yeah, the young lady came to the house with a baby and, you know, made a scene and they crushed Marjorie. So I guess she just got tired of him and said she was going to leave and go home to her mom's or whatever. And he hit her in her eye, in her left eye. So when she finally did come back to the gym, you, there wasn't no scar, but you can see um, where there had been uh, where she had got hit. So he, he was never one for hitting women. He, he didn't play that. You know, I mean, disrespecting, calling women bitches and hoes. No, he, he made sure whenever we was out, you know, nobody disrespected him. I mean, there was a little back and forth, but it was like, yo, man, don't, don't do that. You know what I'm saying? Love the, love the woman. Don't, don't disrespect her. You know, he was that type of thing. So when he found out, you know, they were talking and I guess they had a conversation as if she had a conversation with him as, as if nothing happened. So, um, I know the conversation, he said the conversation got a little bit deeper and then he finally just asked her, why you let him hit you like that? And she went and told him the story and everything. And um, she was planning to divorce him and, you know, get away from him. So they had separated because he, uh, she called the police on him. One night he came home drunk with them. So he had to uh, leave the house. So the, the, the friendship got a little bit more, uh, how can I say it? They got a little tighter. They started talking about different conversations, I mean, different subjects. And the subject of sex came up. And uh, he mentioned one of her things was using uh, motion lotion. And he didn't really know too much about it. We, you know, once he told us, we talked about it and told him. And um, this other cat, uh, I want to say Will. Will pulls out, pulls out a bottle of coconut. Coconut straw, I mean coconut uh, 
motion lotion takes it <laughs> and put it on his nipple see that's what you gotta do you gotta take that shit put it on the nipple and, and just start, start sucking <laughs> Will was a crazy dude so um, you know I guess they continued to talk and then things got worse and then with her and her husband so um I don't know what happened, but I know a couple of times they went out, you know, grab something to eat, or Will would meet her somewhere, you know. And um, uh, this one particular day, they were, he no, Will went to go see her. She, she worked for an important, um, an important, uh, officer on the base so she was like a what you call a, a administration administration person yeah so um will went to go see her so he goes to the office and <laughs> will has a bottle of strawberry motion now will uh he, he has a bottle of strawberry motion. So, I guess they, well, from what he told us, you know, they started talking. They looked into, looked into each other's eyes. And they started kissing. And he said that they went into her office and closed the door. They apply the motion lotion. Certain areas, those areas that's um, known to uh, turn you on when you place them, place the motion lotion on it. And he said they went, you know, they went to town. Her mouth was on him, his mouth was on her. He bent over the table, over the desk. He said he picked it up, put it up against the wall. He said, we fucked like we were rabbits. He said, it was some of the best loving he had ever had. And, and, and I know that was what everybody says, but the way he said it and the look that he had when he said it, cause he said it, then he looked off as if he was in that moment again when he was saying it. And I was like, God damn. So, and I seen that look. I've had that look, you know? And he was like, I just took a chance, you know? Um, it got to the point where I was really feeling her. She, you know, kept saying little things. She kept touching my hand and then, you know, one night after grabbing some pizza, you know, we had a hug. And um, he said the hug just felt right, you know. And you know, he said normally they depart, you know, cracking a joke and, you know, making a little fun of each other. But he said they just stopped hugging and just walked off to the car. Sat there for a minute, she drove off, and he drove off. And he said a connection was built. You know, so as time went on, 
you know, everything was under wraps. Nobody really, people knew, but everybody act like nothing had happened. And then one night, we see him, we see her husband and his boys on the club, out in the, out in the city. It was off base. So everybody been drinking. Somebody had a birthday. One of the young ladies that we hung out with, um, she had a, a big old birthday party. So we're in there, you know, drinking it out, you know, dancing, having a good time. And dude walks by. So he slow walk, he's looking at us, him and his crew looking at us, you know, like they want to do something. And once again, Will was like, yo, what's up? And then one of their partners was like, it, it, we can do something if y'all want to do something. Like, yo, where that come from? Something y'all, something y'all feeling? What y'all feeling? And then, uh, He and uh, her ex-husband lined up with each other. You know what I'm saying? And it was like, I guess the the husband found out that they were close. So they just stood there looking. He finally said, "Yo, something, man, something on your mind? Like nigga, stay away from my wife. Just stay away from my wife. If I, if, if I hear anything about you around my wife again, or if I suspect anything going on, I'm gonna fuck you up. And he was like, yo, you can fuck me up now if you want to. He's like, what the fuck you mean I can fuck you up now? What you trying to say, Playboy? He said, and he was like, if you don't get the message, then you might as well move on. So somebody threw a swing. I don't know who it was. <laughs> and someone hit me <laughs> on the back of my head. And I was like, oh, Lord. <laughs> I said, oh, Lord. Somebody hit me in the back of my motherfucking head. And it was on. I finally, you know, I, I hit the bar and <laughs> I hit the bar and I held up to the to the top of the bar and slid slithered down like a snake. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, oh no. Nah, somebody hit me. I gotta get myself together. So I, I sat there for a minute, got myself together, got up and started swinging. Then I hit one of the partners who was with us. I hit him. I said, oh man, I'm sorry. And then, you know, it just escalated. We were just throwing them blows, you know what I'm saying? And um, so the police came through. Uh, luckily, the guy who was police, he used to, uh, he had just got out of the service. So, you know, he was telling his his partners, you know, the, his other police, his fellow policemen, you know, it's cool, we're just gonna go back to the base. But, you know, some, this white guy, he trying to make a big scene, but you know, they finally let us go, you know. But um, after then, shit was, tension was high. Dude was just, her husband would just ride through. You know what I'm saying? He was just walking the gym. And then one day he walked in the gym and saw them talking. You know, it wasn't like they were sitting down. They were just, you know, standing and talking, whatever. And he pulls her out of the gym. And um, 
you know, they stand outside arguing when we walking out. So, we, I mean, he just walked by and said, you all right? And they was like, yes, you all right, motherfucker. Don't be talking to my wife. I told you. I got a bullet for you if you keep that shit up. I said, are you threatening? Are you threatening him? You know what I'm saying? That's what that, everybody was saying. Are you threatening to kill him? You know you're on the base, right? So, you know, it it died down with them. And um, they, uh, they um, you know, maintained a little relationship, friendship. And this time, he went up there with emotion, emotion. Um, they were getting ready to, uh, I think he said um, they would get ready. He was getting ready to go down on her. And her husband walked through the door. So he said, they're up in the office making a lot of noise. And the security guy who was on watch, he was doing his round. He was walking around. He said he heard the noise. He's like, yo, what the fuck are y'all doing? Are y'all fucking crazy? All of us can get in trouble. I'ma need you to leave. He was talking to the husband. I'ma need you to leave. And Marjorie, <laughs> you, you gotta get this straight now. You need to clean this office. And uh, E, come with me. So, you know, um, the husband left first, but he was in the parking lot. So the security guard walks outside and say, look, leave. You need to leave now. Either you leave or I'm going to call the base police. Because I already know what you're about to do. So leave. He said, I'm not going to come back out here. Next time I'm just going to call them and they're going to come get you and I'm going to tell them what's going on with you. So dude left. Then Marjorie left. And then he was like, hey, yo, whatever you're doing, chill. You can't do it. She's married. You know, you're going through a divorce and you're on the base. This shit is serious. So he fell back for a while, you know, and, um, but they started meeting off the base, getting the hotels or whatever. And, um, so, um, after the fight and after hanging out for a while, old dude did get, uh, he got arrested for something else. I can't remember what it was. So he was in jail for a couple of months. And, uh, you know, he and uh, Marjorie, their relationship kind of like, you know, blossomed, whatever. And then she got stationed to Virginia. And I think uh, a year later, he, he got out of service. So he said he went to Virginia and they uh, kicked her for a while. And um, I think, she, I want to say she went back to old boy or she, something, I can't remember exactly what he said. I think he said she, she went back to her husband. Things didn't work out and then she got married to someone else. And um, he said they still talk, you know, and hang out. He said that motion lotion, he said that shit still works. You know what I'm saying? He said he ain't used it in a while. But he said he's he's used it several times and it has worked. 
you know, they had to let him down. So um, that's pretty much it, you know, the story of the motion lotion getting caught with that shit. You know, the fact that he was such a level-headed dude and the motion lotion had a certain, made him change who he was, you know, because before meeting her, he was the total square, you know? I mean, I don't mean square in a negative way, but he did stuff, but he didn't, he wasn't wild like us. He was like the, he was like the big brother of the group, you know what I'm saying? The protector. And then he fell in love, you know what I'm saying? He, he got a taste of that motion lotion and fell in love. So, um, hey, I hope I, you know, told it like he told it to me, you know? I know I left some stuff out, but, uh, I greatly appreciate you letting me share this story, you know, and I hope uh, everybody, you know, enjoys it. Um, got a couple more stories that involve me. Um, just trying to, I think I'm just gonna tell this shit, you know, I'm trying to not say certain things, but I'm just gonna say it. I'm just gonna say, it. I mean, I'm, I'm of age, my kids know who I am, you know, so, um, and, and I purposely didn't do any research or something for a story because I wanted to tell, I wanted to talk about a story. And I think this is my second one, second or third one. And it's good to share information about uh, different aspects of sex and relationships, but people want to hear stories. People want to hear experiences. You know, you can't have a a topic he speaks erotica and just be basic and vanilla. You gotta get dirty. You gotta talk about how you choked out somebody or you know how you had sex with three different women in one day, you know. Um so yeah, I got stories like that. And uh but I don't wanna bombard people with my stories. You know what I'm saying? I wanna bring a balance. So that's what I'm gonna do. And um someone told me to stop saying I'm sorry about certain things, you know. Um and, I, and I'm learning to do that. But I'm also still um young at this, you know what I'm saying? This is my thirty-fourth show. And when I say thirty-four, even though I I said thirty last week, which was twenty-nine. It's actually 34 because I did, um, I started season two at the beginning of uh, this year. So it's 30 in this uh, in this year, and it's four towards the end of uh, 2020. So this is my 34th show, and um, things feel good. You know what I'm saying? The, the, the little money is coming in, you know what I'm saying, from, from the support. You know what I'm saying? The the fact that you click on my stories and and, and listen to them, um, I think it's good. I, I don't think I'm going 45 minutes. I think 30 minutes is good enough. Because 45 minutes to an hour, if you're not a talker, you gotta you know find shit to talk about. You gotta make shit up. You know what I'm saying? I'm not about that. I'm not two things I won't do. I won't steal somebody else's 
uh, content and I won't just make up shit just for people to listen to. Can't do it. That's that's not how I get down. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I'm going to be as authentic, organic, and original as I can be. You know, um, I'm doing some writing. You know, um, I got what you, I, I know I got uh, ADHD. You know what I'm saying? Attention span is very short. So um, I'm locked in on a couple of things and other things just have to wait till I get to it. But this right here is uh, is uh, a, a project of mine, a personal project. And I'm gonna stick with it. I'm gonna bring the best content I can bring. And hopefully y'all, y'all fuck with me, listen to me, like it. Share it, you know what I'm saying? It's on Anchor Podcast, it's on Google Podcasts, it's on Apple Podcasts, Castbox, you know, just any podcast platform you can find my my platform when he speaks erotic. So please y'all have a good night. Have a strong week. Take care of yourselves, take care of your families. Uh, Eat well, drink plenty of water, and I'll talk to y'all next Saturday night. Peace.